0: Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. It
1: is time for our chat with our Master Gardeners. Joyce and Kim back in the studio with me. Hello. I'm so glad Hello. to see both of you. Hi. Glad to be seen. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about what's going on in my yard before. I told you, I said, I'm not even going to tell you before I turn the microphone on because uh, when it rained a couple days back, that freezing sleet rain, I think we experienced all four seasons yes, in we did. like a yes. couple hours. Yes. Um I noticed outside where my tulips and my uh, the tulips and the daffodils are coming up in the raised bed that I put them in that something has been visiting the bed to eat. Oh no! Not happy. So in the rain, oh. I looked at my husband and I said, "I need you to come out and help me fence that in." Yeah. And he said, "It's raining," and I said, "You could either come out and help me fence it in in the rain, or listen to me complain about it yeah. for the foreseeable future." I've managed to save half of the tulip leaves, Yeah, planted around garlic, thinking maybe it would keep the garlic, you know, the garlic would keep the rabbits or whatever away. They didn't care? No, they didn't care. Smorgasbord. You
0: Mm -hmm. think it was rabbit? I
1: don't know if it was rabbit or deer, but it's very close to my front door, and I have two small dogs that are often in and out, so if it was deer, it was brave.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that would be, the thing about rabbits is even a short fence, rabbits are among the the dumbest rodents that are that are on earth, as far as <laughs> they can, they can walk into a fence, bump, and then they walk away. You don't need a tall really, unless it's. I put chicken wire up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was that, just going to ask, effective. did you
1: put that up and <coughs> kind of drape it around that? Yep. Okay. Yep. And I clamped it to the side, so there's no like entry points now. Now it's okay. And yeah. then, then I sprayed the deer stop and the rabbit yes. stop
0: on on the stuff. Yes. You know the other piece I'm going all full out could here. be yeah. could be could be squirrels. Now I've had squirrels bother my tulips, and th- there's no rhyme or reason because they obviously don't really squirrels don't eat greenery much. Yeah, they know. dig bulbs though, right? They dig the bulbs out, but I had a problem, and it must have been a particular squirrel that the the blooms came up, you know, with nice nice mm-hmm. big buds, and they nipped the top Shop. off. Chop, yep. And, they, and nobody, ate, it was just laying there, and oh, no, I know these are eaten. I know it was squirrels yeah. and not rabbits because I really don't have a rabbit problem. We have everything pretty much fenced.
1: Okay. Yeah. And
0: we have rabbits around, but it's the squirrels. Of course, we have that black walnut tree that I have people, I'm sure anybody that's heard my name knows I hate black walnut trees. <laughs> I had one in one of my yards once, too. Son so. Joyce is shortless. I feel uh, but, your pain. <laughs> but um, so squirrels will do a lot of strange damage, too. But they're more likely to chew something up and then just leave it. They don't eat it. They just chew it up. Yeah, this is gone. The leaves are gone. That's
1: such
2: a bummer. But it's
1: only like a handful of them. I didn't get all of them before I was able to spray the the deer stop on it. And if it
2: rains, you should spray it again, Mm -hmm. like after it's done raining. Oh, yeah, it's sitting right out there. Yeah, you just drench it. Mm -hmm. That's my feeling. If you're going to go for it, just...
0: Well, if you if you buy those products, generally that's what it says on the label, too. After rain yeah. has to be reapplied. Right. And that's yep. the reason why most of those products are effective, but also yeah. very expensive. And very stinky. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh. yeah.
2: Some and, of the stuff we work with is so oh, smelly.
0: So stinky. Well, and, and you know, there's a <laughs> lot of people have all these natural, you know, uh, things that my <laughs> the choice is like it doesn't work well no. generally that the only thing that does work is most of them, those rodents are susceptible to lead poisoning but in town that's a toughie that's a, that's yeah. a, you, yeah. you know you can't yeah you can't poison them <laughs> no don <no, laughs> you no, i'm saying I'm lead poisoning with you know like you know you could shoot them like Oh, the, oh that know, like kind of choices. <laughs> ah. I, I was being funny. Uh, was, whoops. Okay. I thought you were talking about poisoning. No. no. Okay. What well, the other thing that you can do, and then the people, you know, get a little up in arms about this. You can live trap, like especially squirrels. You can live trap quite successfully, um, and just move them on down the line. But mm. sometimes people will, you know, that the effectiveness of that is. I've heard people, well, fellow master gardeners, say. You're not supposed to do that because squirrels live in families, and then you break up the family and stuff. And I'd say, well, then move out. Move you know, <laughs> it is time they you all to, to go. on. It, it, it's, it's time gone. to. Well, we we have successfully live-trapped squirrels for years. Mm-hmm. Um, our neighbor has already had got fourteen already this year. Oh and he, wow! He, we we move them kind of out of town, out sure. into a wooded edge of town area, yeah. and we're live-trapping. We're not damaging them, hurting them. But we got enough squirrels. That's I mean, we there's just, enough, right? We, you know, we'll, yep. well, I don't know. I mean, I, I've so far it's been a couple of days,
1: and the they're okay with the fence. I don't know what it yeah. is, but if any more go, I don't know. I don't know if I'm.
2: It's so hard. There was one day last summer I did a garden walk because we always walk our gardens, mm-hmm. right? I did a garden walk one morning, and I was like, "This is a bad day." Mm-hmm. I took pictures. There was broken limbs. There was eaten tulips. There was. Uh, a peony that one of them had just decided to, like, lay a nest under the bunny's head. And I was like, no, I can't touch that. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. You have those Uh. days in your garden and you just, I don't know. I have rabbits. I have where we live. They called it a not-so-nice name that I won't say, but it was considered a rabbit area. Okay. They used to hop off the train and um, harvest the rabbits and bring them back into the cities like Chicago and stuff. So there was oh. massive amounts and we live by a wetland and there's a crick so I have all kinds of wildlife. Oh, I would think you'd have a lot of Including squirrels. Too. I've oh. I've seen I won't say never. I've seen maybe two or three. Oh, I'm but I have raccoons in our yard too yeah. and
0: possum. Yeah. My goodness. We've had a lot of possums that yeah. they kind of but they I've you just know, embraced it with them. With possums, it's more like ooh, you know, the the ick factor, but they don't really do anything,
1: right? And they're no. actually good for the. They eat ticks and all yeah, of that,
0: so yes. we're not supposed so to of, harm mm-hmm. them. They're just mm-hmm. scary looking. They keep my cat inside. But they are kind of scary looking. <laughs> <Yes>. that's, <laughs> yes. that's the thing. They're scary. You know, we get.
1: So we're talking a little bit about uh, what we can be looking at coming up if we are heading towards the spring um, with
0: fertilizing. Uh, fertilizing lawns is, are you talking about that or is well, it Well I would say what you know the last time we were together Kim mentioned we should talk yeah. about fertilizing mm-hmm. and but the basics you know like now you'd be talking about your lawn but also about what to do once if once we get to start planting uh, things and even your perennials that are yet. coming up Yeah Yeah um the the things that people need to realize you know I would from my perspective is you know mostly people purchase fertilizer you know unless you're unless you're mm-hmm. purchasing composted like cow manure or that kind right. of thing which is a really good idea or if you have access to it naturally but the whole thing about any of the natural fertilizer is you can never use the product fresh it has to be composted right. yes. very very dangerous it's too hot to, then right yeah, they call it hot well, they call yeah. it hot but the, it can be it can be loaded with bacteria and things that could mm-hmm. cause a lot of problems for you and your family and you just really mm-hmm. don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's better to use any kind of a composted product.
2: I think that's good to mention, too, with people, a lot of people are getting into chicken farming. Right. Having chickens and just owning them um, for eggs and stuff, and then they're using the manure for that. That, you know, it should be cured. I mean, mm-hmm. it really, there's, what is it, the temp has to be at 140?
1: I think it's higher than that. I Isn't think it, it is. 165, I think. Yeah, it, yeah,
2: I think you're right. So, like, cooking chicken you know
0: right whatever. so compost it <laughs> like, first let yeah. it sit there for a season or something yeah. right and yeah. you, that's what we used to yeah. do on the farm is we we it's sat for a whole season right. and, then, and then we used it and in, in fact i had like a year or so ago i gave my brother i dug up some rhubarb and transplanted it too and he still lives on the home farm and mm-hmm. and the rhubarb you know you're supposed to wait three years to harvest and right. stuff well the rhubarb i gave him the first year got like three feet tall i mean it's huge just bushy and I'm going oh, I, I oh, it's say farmland. Pull, well the thing was where that where it's planted, there used to be an old chicken coop oh. there. So the, the ground is so rich nice. yeah. that it just so he, he's actually it's now it's two years now. He's I said, I think you can start harvesting it. It's it's gonna it's so big that you're not gonna hurt <laughs> <Right>. the plant. <laughs> and it, the soil is so rich without any additional fertilizer because of that old that was a chicken coop for like 50 years. I mean, that, that ground yeah. had a big old chicken coop on it. I can imagine
2: so, the soils.
0: Oh, the soil is, is super wonderful. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's really wonderful. Yep.
1: Mm, all right. So fertilizer. Yes. We've got to think about that. Um. I, I keep thinking about feeding the plants, too. I know that we're... Um, I, I have to remind people about this because I'm yeah. constantly amazed at the amount of people that don't understand when you buy a hanging basket at whatever yeah. store you're getting it from, if you're not going to feed that... It's exactly the same as putting a dog in a kennel with a bowl of water and food. Yeah. And once that food and water is gone, if you don't replenish that food and water, the dog will die. Yes. Right? Well, I think yep. the
0: thing that people don't understand is how the nutrients and how it works. In you know, a you, pot. In yeah. a pot in particular. But, you know, there's v- various kinds. There's water-soluble fertilizer. There's organic fertilizer. There's inorganic fertilizer. Mm-hmm. There's, but if you want to just keep it simple, mm-hmm. if, you, if you buy a, like a granular fertilizer that says for, for vegetables, it'll it'll have a NPK label on it, and that's the amount of nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium in it. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of the, there's like something like 17 nutrients that, that plants need to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Some of them are just trace nutrients, but the, the nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium are the biggies. And, you know, if you have... Too much nitrogen, you'll get all leaves and no fruit. Right. If you have not enough, obviously it'll just be little teeny spindly plants. The second one is the phosphorus. Now that's one where I always use a product. It's a bloom booster product because yeah. phosphorus encourages root growth and it encourages yes. flowering. And then the potassium is kind of oh, I was is kind of related that's the to K, right? Yeah, that's the K. That's related to like. Um, Overall, I would say plant strength, and that you know that I guess that's the best way to say that. Mm-hmm. But the thing that we have, like say with your yards, for example, and this is where there's a lot of controversy about fertilizing is phosphorus. <coughs> if there's too so much phosphorus in your yard, um, and, and you're adding, actually adding phosphorus. That's what runs off, and that's what causes the algae blooms in our lakes mm-hmm. and rivers and right. everything else. We so, don't want
1: that going into our waterways. Yeah. No.
0: And nope. the of the um, nutrients I'm talking about um nitrogen actually can leach out of the soil like after a heavy rain it can drop it can just go way deeper in the soil and it's not available to the plant roots oh. but both yeah. phosphorus and potassium don't leach but they don't move so you've got to have that in the ground close to where the roots are because okay. otherwise the roots can't take it up so nitrogen moves the other two don't and then yep. that's that's kind of that's something that I think people don't realize cuz hmm. like in you know in the farming situation um after a heavy rain, a lot of times you'll see, like, corn and beans, like, maybe yellowing out a little bit. And it's because the nitrogen leached. Went and down. They, and yeah. they went down. And it, they can't, if the crop is too young, it, the corn, like, can't can't access the nitrogen.
1: I know that there are some plants, like, beans are considered a nitrogen fixer. Yeah. Is that what they, like, yes. they,
2: they... Yeah, like, a almost like how we would treat, like, a why we put cover crop or, like... Um, what do they call that? Where you put it down in the yeah fall. the cover cover crop. It's yeah. a cover mm-hmm. crop. It's just like uh, replacing that nutrient into the ground so it's available for the plant that you're going to plant there in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something like when Joyce was talking about that leaching down past that where the plant roots are. It depends on your soil too. So like yep. if it's clay, <clears throat> it's going to sit like right in there, and it, the nutrients are more readily available because they don't just leach down. If you have sandy soil, it's more likely to just run right off. Okay. And that's where we run into those problems like shorelines. Well, the ah. the
0: other thing is that that is really a good idea if you've never done it is to have to have a soil sample taken. Oh, now, yes. you you have to, you know, if you do through the University of Minnesota, which is kind of one of the most prominent places that people would do it. We recommend it. Mm-hmm. We would recommend it, but you have to pay for it. And I think the cost on that now is about twenty five dollars, which oh, in the, which in the scheme yeah. of things, well, for some people, I think they would, you know, not want to do that. But and I know that in your in your nurseries and your in your big box stores, you can purchase uh, soil sampling kits. Now, I've never used one of those personally, but what I have I've kind of researched that a little bit, and it says they're not perfect. But they give you a general idea. They're sure. not like a real soil sample that yeah. you send to a to be analyzed in mm-hmm. a lab. But they give you an idea. If you if you have no calcium and, and, and no nitrogen, I something that's extreme, it would pick up on that. And the other thing about uh, soil is your your pH level, which is the you know if it's soil can be either very acid or very very alkaline, mm-hmm. very basic. Acid is like a number one, and, and extremely alkaline is like a 14. It's on a one mm-hmm. to 14 scale. Most veg- vegetable plants and flowers want to be about in the mid, you know, 5.5 to 6.5, where they want to be slightly, slightly acidic. Okay. Um, and, but some things like blueberries and azaleas and. Um,
1: Don't hydrangeas, a hydrangeas, type? you hydrangeas, can fix it too. Yeah, you can play with that. Hydrangeas
0: yeah. want it to be real real alkaline or real acidic i mean yeah and They'll change color and they change it yeah. they, they move pretty. from pink to purple <laughs> to yeah. white if if the soil mixture like for is all wrong they just are white they don't the 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 so that's fun that's something yeah, that yeah. You can yeah. the play acidity with in the soil will and there's a there's a couple of products out there one that comes to my mind is called miracid acid and mm. that's what yep, you know I've used that. you can supplement i've you know i'm not a you know, with I have to limit to myself to the stuff I get involved with, obviously. <laughs> yes. But um, I don't really do hydrangeas, and but I've um, I have I've, one in my yard. I that's have new.
2: lots, and I really like that. Um, we call it endless bummer. I think a lot of people would have heard that before, but the endless summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it won't produce blooms. But we have my neighbors had extreme success with them, but they are pink, uh-huh. and we, you know. There's been times it, that we're like, maybe we should just drop a little bit of that down and get it a little more acidic and see if we can change it a little blue. Isn't, isn't it just fun
0: to watch? Aren't yeah. they like? Um, isn't that called? Isn't there an endless, endless? It's endless summer, but endless we call summer. it endless bummer. Okay. <laughs>
1: endless bummer. Uh, oh
0: no, what I was thinking As was Northern lights. Isn't there oh, a northern light? Yes. Yeah, There's I don't. I think bunch. I have an Annabelle in my yard. Oh, those are real. That's I've that's heard. one of the, the yeah, OGs,
1: those, the originals. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Those are good ones.
0: Well, good, yeah, and I'm I think glad. people got it from a friend last yeah. year. Yeah, people some plant those because the you know the flower after it's done, it, it's kind of it kind of looks like a fake ball. Yeah, I would say. and it, there is some winter interest to that if if that's what you're into. I mean, and for myself, you know, I think they're fine. Except I just I don't have any more room. I can't. I can't. <laughs> There's is always room, Joyce.
1: Hey, let's talk. We've got about four minutes left. Let's talk a little bit about some of the. Um, uh, the events that you have coming up, because I know that there's a plant sale, there's education
0: day. Well, this actually, this the most important thing right now on our plate is our education day, which is this coming Saturday, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's April 29th. It's right here in Mankato. It's at the Pioneer Bank Building on Adams mm-hmm. Street, um, which is the newest. There are three Pioneer Banks in Mankato. I just realized, but the, yep. this is the newest one. It's on the end of Adams, and it's where Adams crosses. Um, I think that's victory, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Anyway, it's it's a beautiful facility. We're we're going to start at nine o'clock in the morning. We've got we've um, got a couple speakers, right? We've got four four different yep. topics. Okay. I'm going to do a presentation actually about tomatoes, and then sign autographs. And sign autographs, <laughs> of course. And then uh, there's a love it. presentation with, about trees and shrubs, another one about native plants, and then the final one is about our current weather trends and stuff. And the, Other than myself, we actually have some reputable people. Oh, <laughs> oh stop. And I think um, there's
2: some wonderful information that pertains to things that are, you know, we're coming into the garden season. Yeah. This is great tools and information to put in your pocket for
0: this and, season. You know, the... Um, the other thing is our plant sale, our Master Gardener plant sale, is coming mm-hmm. up on Saturday, May 20th, and that's at the Messiah Lutheran Church in mm-hmm. Upper North Mankato. And that's a real, that's a really easy spot. Uh, well, you know, people, well, I don't know how to get there. You just go up Loray Drive, get We're to the right top there. of the hill, and there it is. You it's right there. And yeah. it's, it's a beautiful facility. It'll be an outside event. They've got a wonderful gazebo. We had a plant sale there last fall, and it was wonderful. Yep. So, um, you know, those two events are coming up. We're kind of trying to do some cheers here for our plants to get big enough to share because mm-hmm. they're, they're really far behind. But, yes. But the plant sale is a big deal. But the, the most important thing for people to remember about this Saturday event coming up is free, open to the public. You don't even have to be a gardener to come.
2: Yeah,
0: But because it's free and open to the public, we aren't providing any food or beverages. So if you come, bring your own coffee, bring a snack or whatever, because we aren't providing it there. Okay. Uh, but you know everybody is welcome, and you you don't have to come and stay for the whole day. The event is from nine until two. If you want to just come and hear a couple of presentations, just come. Leave when you're when you've had the information enough information. Hey, yeah. So it's, it can be a come and, and go. It doesn't need to
2: be. Maybe bring a notebook and a pen so you can take notes too, because these guys are a wealth of knowledge. That mm-hmm. you'll probably get some information you want to remember, or just hit record on your phone or well, something. We so have you can remember uh-huh. it
0: we'll have a lot of handouts and things that people can take with them um yeah. so it's it's we've done this you know a lot of years in a row and we try to vary the topics and that kind of thing and the reason i was int- excited about doing a presentation on tomatoes is because that is the number one vegetable or i guess it's actually a fruit that's grown in the whole country tomatoes are the most popular thing that people sure. people grow and so there's always always little tips that people can pick up or just the basics you don't, you can, anybody can grow a tomato if they know how to do it, as far as I'm concerned. And you don't even need to have a garden. You can grow a tomato in a pot. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's some of the, we're going to, you know, cover that and say it's it's really this simple if you want to just invest a little time. It didn't even have to be a lot of money. You can grow a tomato with a very, very little expense. Mm-hmm. And the, the, what you get out of it is just mostly people that are growing their own tomatoes are in the. By the fall of the year, trying to give them away because you get so much, you get so much, you know, produce out of it out of one tomato plant. You do, you do get a lot, and there's so many different varieties that you can play with too. And that's what you know. We're going to talk about that a little bit too about what some of our favorites are, but what there's some really new stuff. Uh, And this is the thing that I think is so funny is I get some of you know, if you're a gardener, you could do get seed catalogs even even nowadays. I have a, I think it's the uh, Burpee seed catalog that I got. It's beautiful. But the front the front cover is this beautiful tomato bush, and it's just you know so that Enticing. tells you something that tells you <laughs> something about you know if a catalog that they're selling flowers and you name it, they're selling oh, it, but tomatoes, tomatoes on are on the, the cover, because yeah. And they always have the tomato of the year and all that kind of. I which, can't
2: wait to smell the tomato leaves, like the oh tomato yeah. itself growing. Yep, like, yep. Can you get that we smell warm on your up hands up already. I
1: know. I know. We <laughs> really need to. Our master gardener is in studio once again. A little spring chat, and don't forget that education day coming up on Saturday. Is there any place we can go for more information on that? Is there a, a website
0: or is there a well? Uh, social actually, media? You, you couldn't. You could uh, call the local extension office, um, you know, Blue Earth County Extension Office, um, and they can give you more information. Or um, it's on the, our website also. Yep. If if you looked up, if you looked up, does our Facebook page have it on there? Yeah, it does. So, if, but if you in just in. Uh, yesterday's Free Press. There was a little in
1: okay. the a little this, right this up. week.
0: This week, Informer or something, whatever that's called. Okay. We kind of got the head billing on that too, so it kind of gives you a a bigger rundown of who the speakers actually are and what the topics mm-hmm. are. Um, so we, we've there's been PR and all the outlying local newspapers. Uh, and if you if you just went online and and uh, looked up Blue Earth County Master Gardeners uh, or Minnesota, Minnesota River, River Valley Master River Valley. Gardeners. It, a link would pop up that you could. We'll yeah. do that. So, but you know, it's one of those things. Uh, we, we as a group, you know, we do that fundraiser, like with the plant sale and stuff. And we, because the, these things, no matter what, they, they do cost some money to put on it. But we want to keep it so that it's open to everybody. All you have to do is get there. You don't have to pay. And because and, I've noticed like a lot of counties have these events but some of them are charging as much as sixty or seventy dollars. Oh, and I think that's kind of still a lot of money. And then part you know? of
1: your job as a master gardener is to
0: spread that. Knowledge it is. Yeah. It is to, to. It, to be an educator, and yep. that's you know that's what we want to do, and that's that's why I've been working on this education day for years, uh, every year, and I, I don't want to step away from it because I think it's extremely. It's what our mission is. You mm-hmm. know, it's so. great knowledge. So yeah, it's it, I think I'm really looking forward to this. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Well,
1: I can't wait to hear Yay. hear how it goes. It sounds like it's gonna be a good one, and we're gonna yeah. send people in that direction. Uh, Joyce and Kim, our master gardeners here on KTOE. Thanks so much for your time. Yeah. Thank you.